mind one thought at a time. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to the Thursday Night Empowering Women series called Changing Minds Online. It's that wonderful time of the week. It's almost Friday. The weekend's almost here, and we are excited to have a fantastic topic tonight. Good evening, Akina. How are you doing? I'm great. How are you doing today, Jessica? I am doing well. You know, it was kind of a tough week, but I am through it. The weekend is almost over. I learned a lot. I know I'm going to share a little bit about it later in the in the call, and it's just been a really fantastic, um, it's going to be a fantastic evening. You know, I'm really excited about tonight's call. One of the things as women we always talk about and discuss is what is this, what is our identity, who are we, and you know, today in today's society, women play so many roles and so many functions that we often lose our identity, we lose who we are. And that's why we're bringing on tonight someone who really just has nailed down the denied identity of a woman. This person is an author. She has a book um, just came out. We're going to be discussing it tonight. And she's the founder of Purposeful Living Ministries. She's also a friend of mine from uh, my city I've been living in or just moved from for the last eight years. And it's really an honor. I welcome her on the call tonight. Um, The person we're going to see tonight is Joyce A. Jones. Joyce, welcome to our call. Thank you so much, Jessica. Thank you, Akina. I'm happy to be here with you and your listeners tonight. Well, we're happy to have you here. Now, Joyce, you recently put out a book called The Denied Identity of a Woman. Is that correct? That is absolutely correct, and I'm so excited about it. Yeah, and I mean, it, and from what I hear, it's a fantastic book, and it's just doing really well. Now, I am curious, and I honestly have not had the chance to, to read the book yet, and I've been sitting with anticipation waiting to find out what is the denied identity of a woman. Well, as you um, mentioned, so many times we as women, as, as people actually, we get so busy uh, with life itself that we lose ourselves. And we begin to believe or buy into the concept that who we are is what we do. And and so I have a passion for pointing people back to the fact that what we do really is not who we are, uh, but it it, uh, will um, describe or it will determine how we do what we do. Who we are will determine how we do what we do. And, again, so I just have a passion for people to really uh, dig into, uh, embrace, and, and, and just be, live life uh, being who they were created to be. You know, God created each one of us for a particular reason, for a unique uh, purpose. And if we're not living in that, then we're not living life to its utmost potential. We're not, in, we're not really living, you know, we're not living vibrant of fulfilling lives, and we're certainly not uh, honoring God, our creator, uh, uh, by being what he created us to be and doing what he created us to do. Wow, that is wonderful. You know, Jessica and I uh, love the topic of purpose, and this flows right into that. Now, when you are speaking to someone who is having a problem with finding who they want to be, what uh, do you start with? How do you uh, help them get on that path? Mm-hmm. I always start with identifying 
several different ways that we are asked to deny ourselves because a lot of times it's not overtly, although sometimes it may be, uh, but it is often very subtle. So we are asked to just simply outright deny who we are. That is, uh, don't not to be ourselves, and certainly don't be bold, confident, and courageous in who we are. And these things, this this can be a request, um, again, overtly or subtly. It can be verbally, or it can just be through people's and circumstances, actions around us. Uh, we're also asked to pretend to be somebody we're not in so many instances in life. And that is to, to imitate, to mimic, uh, to be a carbon copy of someone else, too. It, it, it's good to emulate uh, other people that have qualities that we can admire, but it is, it is not good to imitate. Uh, and then we are asked to conform to the norm a lot of times, to maintain the status quo or to be like uh, all the rest. Don't rock the boat, you know, don't make waves, stay within the box, so to speak. Uh, so sometimes people are uncomfortable with um, diversity. Uh, but, you know, we there can be unity even though there is diversity. And I think that God... Uh, honest diversity. He created diversity, and so it 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 glorifies him when we live in our uh, authenticity. And then one of my uh, uh, the one that that strikes me the most is a lot of times we're asked to go back to being who we used to be, and I think that that is a travesty because life for me is a continual personal growth and personal development process. And so when, again, when people or things, circumstances around us begin to ask us to go back to being who we used to be, I think that that is is um, a living death, if I could put it that way. So my, my book is really uh, based upon the lives of the biblical character, characters, Sarah and Abraham. And often we look at uh, 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 people in the Bible, and we think that their experience is so far removed from our own. But as I looked at Sarah's life, I see that it is very much likened to the things that we experience in our lives, even still today, and especially as it relates to identity. So I see in her life where she was asked to deny herself in all of those ways that I just mentioned. And so I go into in, in my book, The Denied Identity of a Woman, some of the ways that we can combat that. You know, there is a, a, a company, a, a business called LifeLock, and their motto is relentlessly protecting your identity. And I like to relate that to the things that I'm talking about, uh, this identity crisis on a mental, emotional, and spiritual level. We all can relate to uh, uh, the threats of identity theft, and it is no different, uh, again, as it relates to who we were created to be. And we have to go on a relentless uh, 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 war to, to maintain, again, our authenticity and be who it is that God created us to be. We can only be the best us. No one else could be a better you are better me than we can be ourselves. And I believe that there is a fight 
uh, against us fulfilling our purposes at optimum level by being exactly who we are and maintaining that consistency. Wow, Joyce, that's really beautiful. You know, a question that I know I, I, one of my mentors has often posed, uh, posed, and she said, you know, if you're not being true to you, who are you being true to? And I mm-hmm. just think it's really amazing. You know, I have really this week, I had an experience where I really actually learned to value my time and really value myself. And it just gave me this power that I didn't have before. And I want to share a little bit about where this is coming from. You know, this week, um, I was actually driving my car um, this weekend, and I shared this, I, um, you know, and I shared this on- online, if you might have seen on my Facebook, but I was driving my car on a major highway. I was in the left-hand lane, and I was driving around 65, 70 miles per hour, and then out of nowhere, my car just died. And it mm. was from all, all of a sudden, and I'm on a major highway, and, and this it just stops moving. And all I could think is, and I just started to pray, and I said, God, help me get my car to the road safely. And my car just went from, you know, 65 miles an hour to 15 miles an hour instantly within seconds. And mm. and thank God there's there was someone behind me, and he was beeping, and I was driving my convertible, and it was a beautiful day, so I had to top down and I just started trying to get over to the, the shoulder, and I was saying, God, please help me get to the shoulder. And I brought my car over in, in lane after lane, and it's just about maybe a millimeter over onto the shoulder. My car just completely died. And as I got out, I'm just looking at my car. I'm looking around me, and there's just cars whizzing by, whizzing by, whizzing by. And, I, you know, I had AAA, and I called them, and they came to tow the car. And I was just looking, and I said, wow, there was no – other time where I could see, have seen, I was just looking, there was no way I could have ever imagined passing my car over. And it was at that perfect moment, that divine grace looking after me saying, you know, you're going to get your car um, aside safely. And I had to be so thankful. But what it really taught me was how precious time is. And that every Mm -hmm. time I do something for somebody else and I do something that's not serving me, that doesn't fit who I want to be, who I choose to be authentically, that doesn't fulfill my mission, that isn't creating my legacy, that doesn't lead me into my purpose. Every time I do something that is just not in alignment of who I am, I'm denying myself, I'm denying God, I'm denying who I was created to be, I'm denying my purpose. And when you learn to value your time, especially as women, when you learn to really choose yourself, choose that you matter, you really get this amazing power to create anything and everything you want in your life. And it really comes down to, like you you said, it's, it's don't deny that identity. You know, don't go out there and do something for someone else. And then I share this also, you know, I was at the gym and this person, I, and I moved to a new place, so I'm looking to meet new people. And there was this person, this very friendly woman who asked me, you know, after yoga class, hey, let's go get a drink at the bar across the street. You know, prior to this incident, prior to this really close experience of, of what could have happened to my car, you know, I would have just said yes. I would have just said sure because, you know, I don't want to disappoint people. I'm worried about what people would think of me. Mm-hmm, but the mm-hmm. truth is that's not in alignment with what I wanted to do. You know, I don't mm-hmm. go to yoga so I can go drink afterwards, right? I go to yoga to keep my body healthy, to keep my body <laughs> strong, to cleanse it. So mm-hmm. I didn't want to do this. And in any other time, I would have just said, sure, and I just want to went off and done it. But you know what? I said, no. I said, thank you so much for asking me. And you know what? Ask me again another time. But right now, I said, that's just not what I want to be doing. And really just getting the fact that I get to choose myself, I get to choose what I want to do, 
and just I have that power. And it's just a fantastic, fantastic and amazing feeling that you get when you just choose to really pick who you're going to be and you get the fact that you don't have to do things to please others. Absolutely. And I, I agree 100%. Um, it, for me, I call that a part of embracing your truth. You know, embrace, embracing your truth about, again, who you are, as you said, uh, what fits into your purpose. Uh, every step, every decision, every move that we make, it should be surrounded around our purpose. You talked about time, using time wisely. And we as women often put a lot of things uh, in, in, in make it a priority other than what we really want to do, what we really have a passion to do, the desires that God has put within us. We have a lot of when I as women, you know, when I, when I reach this place in life, when I get married, when my children get grown, when I, you know, and and it just goes on and on. But this is not a good use of our time. We, We... need to be living and operating in our purpose at all times. And so there are ways, I believe, that we can be, even as we are nurturing, um, loving, caring for the others in our lives, we still must be addressing and embracing who we are so that when those seasons change in our lives, we're not lost. And we're not just now then trying to find, well, who is the real me? We must stay in touch with her throughout our lives. That brings up a great point. You know, what do we do when we're saying, who is she? What happens when we don't know? I couldn't hear all of what you said. Uh, what what is the answer when we don't know who she is? You know, a lot of us uh, go around people-pleasing a lot, and we don't really find out who she is. So what do we do yes. when we don't know who she is? Well, I go through some of those uh, ways that we can get back in touch with and uh, have, have, have God reveal to us some of the things that we have lost or, or may have never known. And one of those things is that we must sit with ourselves. We must spend time with ourselves. We must make time to sit with ourselves and allow God to reveal to us who we are. Uh, there's a scripture in the book of James that talks about when we look in the in the mirror of the word of God, we see ourselves. We look into the perfect law uh, that is God's word, and what we see reflected back to us is ourselves. And so then we should respond to what it is that is revealed to us about ourselves. It, it says that if we do the work, we shall be blessed in our doing. So that's one of the ways that we can find out who we are. We must look to our creator to to reveal those things about ourselves. And then again, uh, as I said, we must not be afraid to embrace the truth about who we are, uh, the truth about our circumstances, our present circumstances, even the truth about 
how we have contributed to whatever state we find ourselves in life. Uh, The truth about what we are fearful about, you know, the truth about our limitations. Although these things may be painful, they allow us to live in authenticity. And we'll find out that once we face these things, they're not as painful as we expected that they might be because we're all in a process of becoming continually, yes? We are becoming uh, who we are as long as we are living, I believe. So that's a couple of the ways that we can find out uh, who we are. And then we must, you know, if I may say, we, we must change our audience. And, and and understand that we live and perform for the audience of one. So we can find out who we are when we allow less influence to come from outside of ourselves and know that we don't have to live up to anyone else's expectation except God. Really powerful. You know, sometimes women, they go through life and we make we make so many sacrifices. And women in general, we're people pleasers. We want everyone to be happy. We want to take care of people. We want things to go right, right? We take care of, maybe you have your children, if you have children, and, and I know Akeen and I don't, but if you have children, you know, we have a lot of mothers on this call. We know you're listening now. We know you make endless sacrifices, right? We just celebrated Mother's Day. I know my mother is making sacrifices for me even right now i mean and you know you if you're in a relationship women we make sacrifices for are the men that we're with or the women we're with right it's you know your partner you're making sacrifices for them and you're constantly you know as women we're we're constantly giving and giving that's just who we are but we ultimately mm-hmm. need to also take care of ourselves and a lot of times women we don't put ourselves first and, you know, we mm-hmm. often say on this podcast, you're of no benefit to anyone if you're not first taking care of you. And what that Absolutely. really comes down to is, like, you know, we, we, we could talk about that self-care, right, aspect of being healthy and getting sleep and going for, you know, to the spa, if that's what you like to do. We can talk about that. But what it really starts off with, that more basic way of taking care of yourself, is just choosing that you matter, choosing that you matter enough to create the life of your dreams, choosing that you matter enough to be happy, choosing that you matter enough to be worthy, choosing that God didn't make a mistake when he created you, that he made you perfectly, and choosing that, you know, there's nothing that you can't do. And when you choose that as your identity, you just become this powerful force. You can attract anything you want. You can create anything you want. And for me, that's really what it comes down to in identity and, you know, I, I've heard it say all the time is that we often have limiting beliefs, and we develop those limiting beliefs when we're very young, at a very young age. Studies are indicating from three to five years old is when we we develop that um, ego conversation of who we are. But, you know, the truth is, is there's no evidence in the world that can ever convince us that those things aren't true. So if you're sitting here tonight and you believe, well, you know, I'm not really worthy of doing this. Maybe Jess and Akina can make a podcast and they can, you know, attract a huge following, but I couldn't do that. Well, there's no evidence that I can give you to show you that you can. You know, you might have a degree, more degrees than us. You might have better education than us. You might be smarter than us. You might have better communication skills than us. You might be more talented than us. 
but there's nothing that I could actually do really to, to show you that, to convince you of that. You just have to choose it. And that's really what it comes down to. That's what it's about. It's about choosing yourself and choosing that you matter. And it really is just a choice. And when it comes to that purpose or identity, you know, I want everyone on this call to know that you get to create your identity. You get to pick what it is. You know, one of the most amazing gifts that God gave us was free will. And what that will does is it allows us to create who we are, to decide who we are, and to choose who we are. But in order to really choose who you are and what you want to be, you first need to choose yourself. And that's really that mattering conversation, choose that I matter I can make a difference in this world. And if you think you can, you will be able to. Yes. I like that, uh, choosing that you matter, choosing yourself, uh, making yourself a priority. And I call that living unapologetically. Uh, Not selfishly, but living unapologetically. That is, I don't have to apologize for making myself a priority. Because when we do, when we continue to put everything and everyone else above ourselves, we really start moving into the area of false humility, which is actually pride. You know, when we say, oh, um, I don't matter. Oh, this is more important. They are more important. uh, I should put them first. You know, this this whole um, making ourselves um, a second guess, It is really false humility, but we think that it is uh, the right thing to do. But we do have to make ourselves a priority because, again, I think you alluded to it, we cannot take care of anyone else if we cannot take care of ourselves. And the better we are, the better we can serve others, nurture others, uh, impart into others. We can't take a person where we've never been, and we can't show a person what we don't know. We can't share an experience that we've never had. So the more we build ourselves up, the more we have to give to others, and certainly uh, those of us that are mothers. We need to make ourselves a priority because it really does make our children better people, and our spouses too as well, as as a matter of fact, uh, our significant others. So let's live unapologetically. That puts a smile on my face. Yes, that puts a smile on my face as well. That is just a wonderful, that would be a wonderful place to be, right? Just living unapologetically, living in our purpose, living the way we're supposed to be and doing what we're supposed to do on this planet, right? That would be awesome. Absolutely. And, yes, we can definitely make that happen. And, you know, you have brought up so many different topics tonight about how we can, you know, bring back our our identity. And, of course, this is all in your book. So tell us how how we can get your book. My book is available uh, to be ordered at my website, JoyceAJones.org or you can go to PurposefulLivingMinistries.org. But certainly JoyceAJones.org will take you straight to the e-store and you can order the book. It's also available in e-book format on all of your major distributors, Kindle, uh, iBooks, Nook, Scribd, uh, Tolino, all of them. 
It is there ready for you to download it to your devices. JoyceAJones.org, you can order it, and it will get shipped right out to you. Uh, you'd have it in three to three to seven days. Wonderful. And are you planning any events or or any other things going on in the pipeline right now? There is so much going on with the book. I'm, I'm being asked to do several um, on location book signings. Women's ministries are, are loving the book. They're using it as their study guide, and they're having me come in and do talks with them. I'll, I'll be in Maryland. I'll be in a couple of places in New Jersey. Um, just a lot of stuff going going on. My life is, is just busy with um, the ministry surrounded around this book, and I'm really thanking God for uh, using me to, to impart to so many women, to bless so many women and men. Uh, but primarily women. Uh, it's a very exciting time for us. This it, the book is not only a book; it is truly a movement, and uh, many many people are embracing their identities and living a more purposeful life. I will be doing some workshops and conventions, um, conferences, should I say, uh, coming in late, later part of the year into early next year. And, again, people can stay in touch with what I'm doing by going to my web- website. It would be awesome if they would also sign up for my newsletter, and that would ensure that they could stay up to breath with what's going on with us and the denied identity of a woman. Wonderful. So, Maryland, New Jersey, be looking out for uh, Joyce A. Jones. When she steps into your area, come out and see her. Absolutely. I'm I'm available to speak for uh, people's groups if they would like me to I just relocated to New Jersey, so you're going to have to let me know where you are. (laughs) Absolutely. I most definitely will. I didn't mention also that that people can follow me on Facebook, Joyce A. Jones, author, author Joyce A. Jones. I am on Twitter, Pastor J.A.J., I'm on Instagram, Pastor J.A.J. I'm on LinkedIn, uh, Pastor Joyce A. Jones. Wonderful. So now if you could sum up uh, all that we have talked about tonight for our audience, what would you say? I would say that God created each one of us for a particular purpose, a particular reason, and we are not afforded the opportunity to give our jobs over to someone else to do. There are no substitutions allowed when it comes to who God created us to be. Somebody else may be able to do it, but no one will be able to do it the way we would have done it. So it behooves us, I encourage each and every one of the listeners that's listening tonight to really dig in and go on that 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 uh what I talked about earlier, become relentless in protecting your identity. Life is li- worth living when we live it in authenticity. Well, that's beautiful, and you know it's right uh, right around 9.30, and what a great way to wrap up that, that call. I love um, that quote. Thank you so much, Joyce, for being part of our 
call tonight. I know our listeners really benefited from your message, and just you were very Thank generous so sharing with us. Me. It it's was really a pleasure. pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. You know, Akina, is there anything you want to add to our call tonight before we close off? Oh, sure. If you were touched by something that George said tonight, you can definitely find this podcast on changingmindsonline.com. You can also find us on iTunes, Podomatic, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and, of course, YouTube. Everyone, you know, we always end our calls on the same way. We let you know we love you. God bless. You know, we wouldn't be doing this if it wasn't for you. We we do this for you. So please reach out to us. Let us know what you want to hear about, what topics you want us to cover. You know, make it a really amazing week. I'm excited about our call on Sunday. We have a special guest coming on, and it's really going to be a fantastic call. So on that note, everyone, make it a fantastic evening. Um, if you're listening to this in podcast mode, you know, Have a wonderful day, and we'll be with you guys next Sunday on our inspirational call, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Have a great night, everyone. Good night, everyone.